Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm uh, going to be doing a review of uh, episode 11 and also episode 12 of Star Wars The Bad Batch, the um, animated Disney Plus uh, TV series. And I'm going to be covering episodes 11 and 12, um, mainly because... Uh, I thought about doing a review of episode 11, uh, which was entitled Devil's Deal, last week. Uh, however, uh, after I watched the episode, uh, which was a great episode, which in which we saw um, a return to the planet uh, of Ryloth, um, and uh, we, uh, we got introduced... Or should I say, reintroduced or given a backstory to uh, one of the the um, one of the the most favourite of um, characters from the, the Star Wars um, franchise, um, that of uh, Hera Syndulla, who was uh, first introduced uh, to us um, in uh, the animated uh, Star Wars um, television series rebels um um but uh i i but i as i say i hesitated because i i knew after the end of the of the episode um that it was going to be the first part of uh a multi-episode um run uh which it did turn out to, to be and i just thought that it would be better for me and um, better to to cover both episodes in one go um, because it is a continuing story that we see uh, played out. Uh, as I say, upon the planet of Ryloth, um, which is inhabited by the uh, Twi'lek um, species. Um, and... Yeah, we see, um, we get reintroduced to a character called Senator Orn Free Tar um, at a point when he is announcing a new imperial refinery upon the planet of Ryloth. Um, and, in and, and we see him encouraging um, the Twi'lek freedom fighters uh, who are in attendance. Uh, of his speech um, to disarm um, and the resistance leader Cham Sindula um, shows his support publicly for Senator Orn Free Tars um, um, speech and um, the intent of the, the Twi'lek um, government um and but uh Senator Ornfrey Tar and Champson Dula are very much uh opposite um political um adversaries of one another. Um Senator Ornfrey Tar um doesn't really like Champson Dula because he sees Cham Sindula as being someone who is more popular uh, publicly popular um, than he is um, 
we also um, we also get reintroduced um, to um, uh, a character that was introduced um, in the I think the was it the second episode of the series uh, Vice Admiral Rampart um, who was responsible for um, bringing in this new uh, chain code registration system uh, and uh, also um, responsible for um, bringing in the Imperial uh, Army recruitment um, system and um, we see him on Ryloth um, basically showing um, how much um, the planet Ryloth means to the Empire. Um, however, um, the Resistance, the Twi'lek Resistance, the, those that fought during the, um, the Clone Wars to, um, to free uh, Ryloth um, and to to free the the galaxy um from um the the separatist um uh the danger of the the separatist um invasion um they uh they do not trust the empire they do not trust uh admiral rampart they do not um trust senator ornfrey tar um, and it's mostly um, uh, Champs and Jewelers Lieutenant Gobi Glee. Um, he is still committed, even though the, the the public is being urged to disarm. He still is committed to keeping um, weapons and arms upon the planet, just in case things go awry or they are needed because he believes that if if the the planet of Ryloth is left um you know disarmed then if you know if a fight was ever to break out then they would be uh, defenseless um and we also discover that uh Cham's daughter uh Cham Sindula's daughter Hera is a part of this um, this resistance. Uh, even though, at the point where we meet um, Hera, uh, she at this point she's still young, she's still a, a young uh, a young girl, um, and but she is um, she wants to do her part. She uh, when we first meet her, she is. A dreamer she's dreaming about flying um, while um, um, operating on behalf of uh, Gobi Glee on a secret mission to retrieve um, information about this new um, this new refinery that has been opened up on uh, Ryloth which uh, as it turns out uh, they are mining for um material that would go on to be um processed and it would go on to become um a part of the construction of the the death star that is in the very early stages of development at this point in time um 
but um, yeah, so Hera, she is she's also you know wants to wants her part in in helping uh, to keep Ryloth safe, which is why she goes on this secret mission to retrieve some weapons uh, which are delivered by the Bad Batch. Um, and um, I, I saw last week a lot of people criticised this um, episode and they, they didn't like the fact that the Bad Batch only played a very small role in in the, the episode. They only turned up halfway through the episode and they they didn't like that the the story was taking um the viewer away from the bad batch um but you know in retrospect and as i knew at the time you know it was all the last week's episode devil's deal was was the first part of of a two-part story um and that it was all a setup for what was to to come so the bad batch being only having a very brief cameo in this episode uh you could say was just um to set them up uh, and give them a connection to Hera and for Hera to have her first encounter with the bad batch but also with Omega uh who she immediately forms a connection with and um and of course, this transitions and and informs the um, the premise of the the the, the episode to come. Uh, also on the planet of Ryloth um, is Crosshair, former member of the Bad Batch, um, and he is on um, the hunt for these. Um, these uh, the Twi'lek was uh, freedom fighters, um, knowing that um, they are not going to disarm as easily as the Empire would hope they would. Um, so he tracks them, um, and uh, eventually he, um, he, along with uh, uh, his squad of um, troopers, um, arrest. Uh, Gobi Glee and Hera for treason. Um, however, when uh, Cham Sindula, Hera's father, um, and uh, her mother, uh, Eleni, are informed um, uh, about this, and they know that uh, that uh, they will be made um, uh, an example out of. They uh, choose to attack the Imperial Convoy, uh, which are um, transporting both Hera and uh, Gobi Glee um, to uh, an attempt to rescue them. Um, but this has all been a setup by Vice Admiral Rampart, um, knowing um, um, that uh, Sham Sindula um would be the 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 best person to um to um place within the crosshair pardon the pun of the the public and basically setting him up um for the the attempted assassination of senator Ornfree tar 
um but in fact the person who um um assassinate attempts to assassinate senator ornfritar is in fact crosshair um but when it is eventually revealed to the public what happened and who was responsible for the attack on senator ornfritar um rampart um informs them that it was in fact uh shamsundula and um that's why moments after the the Shams and Jula's attack upon the Imperial convoy. Um, and, um, troopers arrive and Shams and Jula is... And Elini are very soon um, uh, arrested um, for the, the assassination attempt. Um, but it was all part of a, of a well-planned... Um, maneuver by rampart to um to get the public on his side and to frame um uh shams and Jula and to basically um um insert some unrest um within the the population however um hera is able to uh escape um along with her trusted um, uh, astromech droid um, Chopper, uh, who was also introduced um, in uh, Star Wars Rebels, um, who is voiced by great uh, Dave Filoni. Um, and um, he's uh, instrumental, as all astromech uh, are but Chopper is um, a very is a, an iconic astromech droid, as is you know other droids such as C three PO and uh, sorry R two D two I mean, but uh, of course C three PO is an iconic droid in his own right. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I love the fact that they uh, included. And they 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 had this callback to Hera and um, and Chopper and you know um, the fact in, um, explaining the fact that Chopper has been with um, has been with um, Hera for um, a number of years and she still keeps him with her after all those years when she she um, eventually finds herself uh, upon the the, the ghost ship um as a part of the uh the rebel um alliance um but uh yeah um Hera is able to escape um um and um that immediately leads us into the events of this week's episode of the bad batch episode 12 rescue on Ryleth um in which Harrison Dula um after making her escape from the empire makes contact with the bad batch um uh after uh acquiring the um the uh details to communicate with them from omega um in the events of the the previous episode and she uses uh chopper um to uh um 
um, record this um, this message, um, during which she she pleads with the Bad Batch to to help her um, and to rescue her parents um, because they have been taken prisoner by the Empire. Um, but at first, uh, Hunter, um, who is the the leader of the of the Bad Batch. He rejects this um, this call for assistance, saying that it would put them in, um, uh, you know, in danger. It would expose them, you know, that the fact that the Empire has their grip on Ryleth so tight that it would be near enough impossible to um, to carry out a rescue mission. But Omega is um, who is the the, the the soul of the um of the the series basically she's the conscience uh, of the series she is the one who speaks for the audience really um who asks questions and um she's um in fact the one who convinces uh, hunter to um to help hera who as i said when hera and Omega met, and Hera was being shown the the controls of um, the Bad Batch's ship, and she she we heard her talk about how she dreams of flying through space, and it's something that she she understands there is a feeling to it, um, and um, yeah, so they. Eventually, the Bad Batch um, decide to go to Ryloth um, and to carry out a mission to uh, save uh, Hera's parents. Um, and they come up with um, a plan to attack the new Imperial refinery that has been established on Ryloth as, as a distraction while um, Echo and um, Hunter... Uh, go to the main um, um, the place where um, Cham Sinjula and uh, Eleni, his wife, are being held in the detention cell. Um, uh, and th- this is he Hunter, in fact, gives um, Hera and Omega their own mission together. Um, to take out um, the um, along with Chopper um, to take out the uh, the power source to the um, the Imperial refineries um, weapons cannons um, um, so that um, when the refineries um, uh, attacked that the uh, the weapons cannons will not attempt to um, to fire at them. Um, and in this episode, as well as in the previous episode, we got introduced to Captain Hauser, who, as with uh, all of the other uh, members of the of the um, Imperial Army of the Republic, also known as the the Clone Troopers, uh, was voiced by and is voiced by uh, D. Bradley Baker, the the voice of all of the clones. Um, but Captain Hauser is different. 
um, if you've been following the series of The Bad Batch, you'll know that in the first episode we saw Order 66 be ordered by Chancellor Palpatine, at which time the vast majority of the clones uh, inhibitor chips switched on and they immediately um, adhered to their programming to assassinate any and every Jedi within close proximity, but also to follow orders um, without question. However, in the last episode, Devil's Deal, and in this episode, Rescue on Ryleth, we get um, more of an in-depth um, um, introduction um, to Captain Hauser, who appears to be a clone... He looks like all of the other clones, apart from he has a very slick haircut, um, and he has a uh, his own um, a teal um, coloured um, uh, uniform um, uh, detail to go along with his uh, his white uh, uh, clone trooper armor, and he appears to be a clone that hasn't had his inhibitor chip um turned on and this is something that it's not been confirmed but it's been speculated by some other um viewers and fans of the of the series uh because on multiple occasions captain hauser takes off his helmet um he challenges um vice admiral rampart in some um cases and he questions um the validity of um, of the conclusion that Chamsundula, um, who very important to the Ryloth people, why they would be and how they could be the um, the assassins of Ornfrey, Senator Ornfrey Tar, um, because he's obviously had very close and personal contact with them over the period of the the three-year period of the the clone wars uh but yeah he's really been a he was a standout character and it was immediately noticed by most people who watched the um the episode uh, last week's episode especially and this week's episode because he he believes in champs and Dula, he believes in alini he believes in hera and he even seems to have this um this personal relationship with them um he's very close to them and um and in fact he makes uh, a bit of a sacrifice for them um at the end of the episode um um and this this really highlights how different he is you know he could have if he was any of the other clone troopers he would have Attempted to arrest the the Bad Batch when they turned up to free Chamsundula and Alini. But he didn't. Um, in fact, he warned them that they were being set up for an ambush. Uh, if they went out the front entrance of the um, of the, the, the palace where they were being held. Um, and he says... Cause, and they were. Because Crosshair, he... Um, he questioned the 
the the fact that all the troopers should be deployed to the imperial refinery because he saw this immediately as potentially a maneuver by the bad batch who were confirmed to be on Ryloth uh, after an imperial probe droid noticed them um, on the planet um, just before the probe droid was attacked by Hunter and um, then um, but it, it was able to send out a message to um, uh, um, Crosshair's uh, team uh, just before but um, yeah so Crosshair knows that this is a potential maneuver by the Bad Batch and he is waiting at the front entrance um and he even has the uh the, the front entrance within his um crosshairs because uh, um, he anticipates them to do this and if it wasn't for Captain Hauser warning the bad batch and Chams and Juno and Alini that uh the Empire were waiting for them, then they may have been assassinated straight away but uh they were able to make um uh their escape and another um through other means um and were able to get away uh but captain hauser he walks out the front entrance he comes face to face with the um with his fellow soldiers fellow troops and he he um asks them he says look you know that this is wrong. We have been on this planet, on the planet of Ryloth. We've been protecting these people. And it's not right. Whatever the, the Empire is doing here is not right. And because he is seen to be betraying the Empire. And that he has seemingly informed the Bad Batch. Um, of their, the ambush upon them. He is immediately taken into custody. Um and um and arrested um um and then uh, as a result of this crosshair who um seems to be very even though he he doesn't show how enraged he is and how emotional he is because he's very he has a very blank slate uh, to his his uh, facial features um he you can tell that he is champing at the bit to come face to face with the bad batch after so long because he's only really had very um remote encounters with them he's come so close to capturing them um but at the end of the episode he asks vice admiral rampart directly if he could have the permission to hunt down the Bad Batch once and for all. Um, this comes after Admiral Rampart commends the Bad Batch. Saying that they are so capable. And they are able to um, to carry out their, their endeavours and their manoeuvres so expertly. It's a shame that they aren't working on the side of the Empire. So it remains to be seen what will happen if and when Crosshair um, finds the Bad Batch and potentially brings them in with Omega. And Omega and um, Hera, for me, were the standout characters of the of the whole episode because 
we saw them conversing with each other in the last episode, the previous episode, Devil's Deal. But in this episode, there was just this... I don't know, there was just this... Um, this great camaraderie between them that, you know, obviously uh, around the same age. Um, and they've got something about them. You know, there's this intelligence, this integrity, this um, this fight, not flight. You know, even though Harris and Julia dreams of becoming a pilot. And she will uh, eventually become one of the, the greatest pilots um of the of the uh the rebellion uh in fact but uh and yeah and of course she would go on to become um very close to uh Kanan um who um within uh Star Wars Rebels um and um they would become you know lovers and uh but she Hera is a very standout uh character from Star Wars Rebels and she's also been mentioned and she's uh, popped up in several um Star Wars comics um and um, novels um the Star Wars video game Star Wars Squadrons um but um yeah, very very exciting to see her at this point uh, when we see her in the Bad Batch, when she's really just beginning her her journey as a, as a resistance fighter, um, and uh, and yeah, it's um, yeah, but a great two part episode this has been. Um, that's why I, as I say, I held off from uh, reviewing the first episode. Um, Devil's Deal because I, I just knew that it was going to immediately the story was going to immediately run into this week's episode so I thought it would be better um, and more cohesive to uh, to talk about both episodes as if they were one story which they are but um, yeah it, it, this series just continued to surprise and um and entertain me uh, from week to week. Um, the characters, they're so um, so great to watch and and to 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 wonder about. You know what they're going to do next, um, because you know there is a great deal of peril, um, slowly but surely surrounding them week by week. Um, um, some of it. Um, being carried by Crosshair, a former um, teammate of theirs, um, who has been turned, seemingly turned, by the activation of his um, his inhibitor chip. But um, and it remains to be seen whether and if whether they the Bad Batch are able to um, remove. Um, crosshairs chip at some point or be able to find a way to deactivate it permanently um and it'll be interesting to see what if anything crosshair does you know w whether his inhibitor chip has indeed been activated or whether he's just simply um acting uh, carrying out orders um 
because he believes that his orders are sound that you know attacking the resistance fighting for the empire is the right thing to do um we still don't know if that will be the case um but either way it's going to be um it's going to be an emotional emotional encounter when the, the bad batch and crosshair finally come face to face with one another after so long because they used to be such a cohesive team um but now you know they're on opposite sides of of this fight where uh, you know a, a crosshair is working for the empire the bad batch are trying to uh, run or get away as far far away as they can from the empire they're trying to protect omega who is their their sister uh, and omega considers the bad batch her brothers because that's exactly what they are because they all they are all clones you know omega is the um essentially the last remaining pure um first generation um pre well actually prior to the first generation of clones she is um has no no kind of um age acceleration or um augmentation to her biology she is um a pure genetic um um sample a clone of uh the original sample of Django Fett um yeah so she continues to 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 um evolve and develop from week to week uh but uh, as you see every every episode she she's starting to not always agree with Hunter or with what the Bad Batch think should be the right course of action. She's actually giving her own individual opinion. She's reaching out and making friends of her own. And um, yeah, she's really becoming, and she's already a fan favorite character of a great many people. Um, and I remember at first people compared, started to compare Omega to um Grogu or Baby Yoda in the in the um in the Mandalorian TV series. But I think at this point everyone who watches the Bad Batch can agree that they that they are not the same character. Even though Omega is uh essentially one of the, the main focuses of the of the series and that she there is definitely still a lot to find out about her and who she really is and what gifts she she has um the fact of the matter is is that the bad batch of um you know hunter echo uh tech wrecker even crosshair they are omega's brothers and she is their sister and she cares for them they care for her and however the the series ends um i just hope that um and it would be wonderful if at some point we were able to um reconnect with the character of omega when she's much older um you know and perhaps see her interacting with um some of the other fan favorite um characters from star wars 
um, because she's she just has this innocence to her, this unbridled, you know, in innocence, and she she cares so much. She's very gifted and intelligent, um, and yeah, it remains to be seen what her the ultimate um, her ultimate destiny is going to be. What the ultimate goal of the Kaminoans were for creating her, apart from just being a perfect clone, um, even though a female perfect clone of Jango Fett, um, and the Omega to the Alpha of Boba Fett. And it, as, as I've said previously, it would be great if Omega could one day interact with her, her brother, uh, Boba Fett, that would be uh, just a treat for all concerned, I I would say. But yeah, yeah, it's a great series. Continues to, as I say, entertain uh, and surprise me, especially. Um, and um, also everyone who I've talked about, talked to about this series, just seem to have really fallen for... Omega especially, and for the, the story of the Bad Batch, and I'm just week to week just interested to find out what is going to happen to the Bad Batch, ultimately, uh, because at some point um, their story will will come to an end, but it remains to be seen where their story will come to an end, um, whether um, there will be a second season of the Bad Batch, uh, which is anticipated but it has not yet been confirmed um but uh, yeah it's a it's a great bridge this series great bridge between uh the clone wars tv show and rebels rebels tv show animated tv shows um and yeah it just adds a lot a great deal of context you know uh, filling in the cracks of um of what happened in between such several of the stories several of the the movies uh of the star wars um saga and uh just as the the novels the star wars novels have done so uh, and the comic books have done so and the um the uh, uh video games have done so over the years um filling in character motivations um and the history of how um and why things are the way that they are you know just the clone wars did this and the clone wars was all all i was inspired just by a line by obi-wan kenobi in the first star wars film you know during which he described uh him fighting in the clone wars with Anakin Skywalker, the father of Luke Skywalker, and um, and that's it. That's where it came from. The entire Clone Wars um, was was birthed from that that very short and simple line that uh, George Lucas wrote, uh, you know, fifty years uh, ago. Uh, yeah, and it, and to this day, people continue to be entertained and have questions about about the clone wars um and they they uh can't wait to find out more information about um 
where characters came from as these the last two episodes of the clone of the bad batch have done you know finding out more about ryloth finding out more about the origin story of harris and um and also i'm sure when we go when all is said and done and uh star wars fans who are fans of the the um the animated tv shows go back and they watch all of the episodes and they see the 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 natural progression of omega from this you know this sweet and innocent young girl working at the cloning facility on camino uh, to her being essentially rescued, taken away by the Bad Batch, and then having her own private and individual experiences with people, um, and finding her way, finding a, um, how to fire a weapon, finding out how to um, to adapt to new and wonderful things, but also having to uh, confront um, fear confront danger for the first time and um, how that will ultimately inform her is going to be interesting to see and hopefully if she survives the the conclusion of the Bad Batch and we get to see her a fully grown version of Omega one day in a future incarnation a future um, movie TV show story within the novels perhaps with it set within the star wars canon um yeah it'd be great to see who she becomes um as informed by all of her experiences with all of the members of the bad batch and all of the characters that they have encountered over the course of the series thus far um but it's been yeah wonderful wonderful series and um I and um you know a couple of friends of mine um weekly look forward to this um look forward to a Friday when the bad batch is released and uh we we look forward to talking to one another um about all of the events of the the episodes and what is going to happen with uh, whom and um yeah great great tv series so if star wars um is your thing if animated star wars tv series uh are something that you are interested in um especially if you're a fan of the the previous series um to this series uh star wars the clone wars if you're a fan of that then you definitely should check out star wars uh the bad batch uh watch it from beginning to end and um, enjoy the story and you'll most definitely find yourself being drawn to finding out all about the the characters especially um as i say omega um but there is still a great deal more to be revealed uh about um omega and about um what is going to happen to the bad batch so yeah well uh i and um everybody else who's following this series uh, will continue to do so and we will i know no doubt know will continue to be thoroughly entertained and engaged 
and excited for what is to come. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you like what you heard, and may the Force be with you. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form. Uh, you can go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon